Hello and welcome to another episode of The Genius Podcast. My name is Karen Doyle, your host and founder of The Genius Project, an initiative for Catholic women designed to resource and support Catholic women towards growth in all areas of their life, spiritual, personal and professional. We seek to do this through The Genius Podcast, our online courses and our live virtual events. Now, today we are bringing you a very special episode of The Genius Podcast. As many of you know, we held our Genius Project Catholic Women's Summit last weekend and there were 600 women gathered in a collective sisterhood from all around the world, Malaysia, the Philippines, Singapore, New Zealand, United States, Canada, Ireland, and of course, Australia. And it was truly a blessed experience. So on today's episode, I've invited a number of women to join me on this podcast just to share their reflections, their highlights, their takeaways from the summit. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Elsa, Roxanne, Laura and Tanya. Welcome ladies to the Genius Podcast. Thank you so much for jumping on to talk about the summit. I'd love to introduce Elsa, Laura and Tanya to the podcast today. And they're very lovely. They all attended the summit and agreed to jump on this podcast as nervous as they might be. <laughs> just to chat around the summit, um, our highlights, our takeaways. So welcome ladies. Thank Hello. you. <laughs> so nice to have you all here. I, I don't. Um, I met Laura on the networking towards the end of the conference, which was lots of fun. That was a, a great element of the platform, wasn't it, Laura? Very much so. I was just. I think I even remember saying to you, "Did I have a technical like difficulty? Am I talking to the Karen Doyle of the Genius <laughs> Project?" Oh, I was starstruck. But it was just such an honor to be in your presence. Your presence and God. Thank you for allowing me to have that time with you. Um, with the hundreds of other women that were um, there, I was able to have that conversation with Karen and um, extend nice. my networking session with her too. So <laughs> it was a joy and an honour. Oh, well, it was mine too to connect with you and meet you. It was fun. At the end of the summit, we we opened the conference for another hour just for that networking and I sat on and met lots of people and it was so fun just and I think I got you Elsa at one stage too I felt so selfish because I felt <laughs> spoken before and um yeah when I got you I thought no this has to be a mistake as well Laura but it was so good and thank you for extending that time as well so I could tell you what a brilliant job you were doing it was just it was so lovely I enjoyed doing it um we had a few technical hiccups on the way mm. in, but the Holy Spirit was so good it was really blessed and annoyed it was really lovely to have so many women come together and I know it wasn't in person like we all prefer in-person events but given the current situation it was a great platform to connect so Elsa I'm wondering what was your highlight or takeaway from this oh okay so many Karen look I, I just want to start by saying that to be honest I was going to put on the the the, the um summit in the background while I did everything that I usually do. I, I was so busy that day that I thought, okay, I'm gonna have it on and I'm just going to listen. But honestly, I ended up saying to my hubby, I'm sorry, I've got to go to my room. I need to listen to these talks because they were just so fantastic. And I thought, you know, I need to give it my full attention. And I'm so glad I did because that Friday night, that was the highlight for me. But the talks were amazing, yeah. And, and then, the speed dating, I called it, your networking, <laughs> your networking um, platform. How fantastic was that? Because you really felt like you were in a room with people, like you weren't in your bedroom or wherever you were. It really gave you the opportunity to connect and meet people from all over. I spoke to somebody from the States. I spoke to someone from Perth. Yes. And they were very, very different. So Sorry, that was a major highlight for me, the, the opportunity to connect, but also um, well, my favourite speaker, which was Therese Nichols that night. Um, yeah. She's pretty awesome. She just, oh. someone said to me yesterday, they feel like God just comes down to heaven through her. She's so serene. And uh, I mean, that all of the people that spoke, I think there was an anointing there over mm. what they were saying, the message they were bringing, but the way Therese presents it is just, isn't it? Exactly. It's actually texting. Look, all of the women, all of the talks, I got something out of all of them. And it's very hard to say my favourite, but but I was actually texting my friend saying, we are watching a true witness here because I was taking in not only what she was saying, 
But the way she was speaking, it was her passion and her love of Jesus that shone through, you know, above all else. Mm -hmm. So, And it's amazing that you can still feel that over like mm. technology, right? So we yeah. often experience that in a room, but I think um, I definitely felt that. And, and the vibe from a lot of women was that they really felt that anointing, even though it was a virtual event so absolutely yeah praise god so um tanya what was your takeaway your highlight i guess like elsa said all the uh speakers and the talks were absolutely amazing and i think there's something for everybody but the one that really struck me and stood out to me was um dr greg bataro i think what he spoke about was such a new way of thinking about um, the things that our secular world tell us to shun. So it was that idea of, you know, those uh, critical thoughts in our head, um, imposter syndrome and things like that. We're often told to disregard and dismiss those ideas. But he had a beautiful way of bringing that to light and saying, no, don't dismiss that. That's, that is part of who you are. And maybe it's God trying to say something to you to, to revisit that and allow the Holy Spirit to come into those places. And I just thought that was so beautiful um, and so much to learn from. And it's stayed with me all these days that I've, um, t- since, since we finished on Saturday, because often, you know, I find those voices in my head and I'm like, well, hang on, just what's happening here? So, you know, it just t- gives you that time to pause and recognise um, and just really sit with it and see what's really happening. So, you know, often we have these negative connotations to those things. And, and his, the way that I read it was he said, they're not negative. They're, they're part of who you are. But have a look at what it's actually saying. It's, it's yeah. not, don't shun that, but work with it and see how you can grow from that with the power of the Holy Spirit, of course. Absolutely. And I think that was very powerful. I love, I mean, what he's doing is groundbreaking in this area of Catholic mindfulness. And that's really what he's talking about. And and to remind us that we're in integration, a unity of body and soul. So Mm. to bring all of that into alignment, that's where we actually experience wholeness in Christ. Like you said, not rejecting those parts. That's right. Yeah. It's it's almost a gift. It's a gift Mm -hmm. given to us to protect us, which is what God wants to do for us. He wants to always Mm -hmm. protect us. Mm -hmm. Um, So instead of, um, you know, having those negative connotations around it, it's really embracing it and using it in a way that we can grow, which is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Um, now, sorry, Roxanne's just entered the waiting room. So she's oh, the last person. So I might just bring her in. And <laughs> Roxanne's from Melbourne. She's in my masterclass. Hey, Rox, how are you? Hello. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hi. <laughs> She's come. Thanks so much, Roxanne. <laughs> no, thanks, Karen. Sorry I'm late. I was just saying my had my phone what about yourself your what was your highlight from the summit look just like the lovely ladies have said um themselves god for me really did multiply and he was fruitful throughout the entire summit it's it's every speaker every person i met through the networking um being able to journey through this with my friends we were on our facebook group chat we actually made a specific group chat just for this summit so (laughs) it was three of us but we made our own separate group chat and journeying through the summit with them um and then post summit as well just being able to still be on that um I guess, spiritual high, even just shy of a week later, I'm still feeling like, oh, my gosh, I feel like I've just done the summit this morning. Like I'm feeling this way and it's it's beautiful. I never want it to end. Um, but for me, I something just keeps drawing me back to Mary Lenneberg. Yeah. Just, oh, I say her name and my heart just pounds out of my chest. It was just so inspiring and someone said it and they said it really well it was heart-wrenching but it was so profound what she had shared with us Mm. she she was saved by the grace of God and through her daughter as well God rest her soul but her daughter being and becoming her own saint Mary's saint um guiding her and inspiring her and um protecting her through life that Mary is living on earth with us um I just found that Oh, just amazing. She left me in absolute awe and for sure, undoubtedly, I had tears. Oh, I don't think anyone didn't. <laughs> yeah, she was just incredible. And I just really love how, yeah, be bold in the broken and be brave in the scared. I really, really love that. 
it reminds me um, of my first Australian Catholic Youth Festival I went to back in 2013. Father Rob Galea said the exact same thing, do it scared mm. and simple but so powerful in its words and, um, yeah, just surrender to God's plan and do it with joy and gratitude like Mary said. Um, it was just so beautiful what she had to say and very empowering and inspiring and I was able to relate to it as well, I think also because of yes. um, myself having a younger brother with autism. When she had mentioned um, her daughter um, going through her illnesses that she had, I just immediately thought of my little brother. Um, not so little, you know, young 20-year-old he is, but he's still our little brother, my little baby, baby brother. But, um, yeah, I think I was able to resonate to Mary in that way as well. Because of my own personal experiences with my with my brother, so. yeah, 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 absolutely. She was um she was amazing. I found her just she she's always the way she shows up and shares her story. And there's no um manipulation of it. This is just raw no. what it is and the experience. But I think the power of her witness is the ability to say yes in the face of suffering or the face of challenge, the face of the hard stuff. And to keep going, because I, you know, and I mentioned this at the summit, we often have two choices. We have the why me, the pity party, or the how, how will God use it? How am I called to growth in this situation? And yeah. I think she just embodies all of that in a really powerful way. I agree. Very she much messes so. me up. I, I did, oh, I I did just, my first podcast with her last year. And in the yeah. end, I just had to cut it because I was <laughs> myself. I love, I love how she put it as well. Like, let God in and let Him rearrange the furniture of your home. I'm like, oh, that's so, that's so true. Like, and if you're going through a suffering, like, there's joy in the suffering as well. Um, you know, I think she also said, God won't take away something and not give you a greater gift in return. And oh, just everything she said, I was like, wow, this is just making pinnacle perfect epitome like sense. It's just, it's. It, it is it is it's making so much sense and oh she's just amazing in every way shape and form and I'm yeah. so grateful yeah she, she's beautiful she's a very generous woman and I think one of the other gifts that she gives us is just the witness or the example of someone who's done that because we've all been through so much difficulty over this past 18 months to two years with the lockdowns and the impact mm -hmm. on personal mental health you know businesses everything and so I think what she does is give this living witness you know Jesus with skin on the example of how to do suffering and and how to carry joy how to lean in and learn in the face of difficulty so yeah I agree but they're all fabulous <laughs> like love them all Roxanne what about yourself I was just gonna say I didn't get a chance to log on into big blocks of the summit because I was training Friday night and I work Friday nights so I was planning to have the summit on in the background and work away and then I walked in and I'm like oh you're training today and I'm like, I wanted to look into the summit. So, um, you know, I loved Alyssa's singing. Um, she was she was great. But You'll be able to go back and revisit it all. Yeah, yeah. I've got the email, so I'm going to get my pass and go through it all because just listening to even what Laura just said, oh, my gosh. Like, And, and even Alyssa, who um, I spoke to, she said it was just amazing and you know, on a platform where all women, we're all Catholic women and, you know, we can share our stories and, and our experiences. And I think that's, there's so much to be taken from that. Absolutely. I think that was one of the, I mean, 600 women registered. And wow. so like, there's such a need, right, for us to yeah. connect. There's been so many, I mean, we've all had our personal challenges through this pandemic, but one of the great losses is that loss of connection. And, yeah. you know, we're, we're created in God's image, so we're created for relationship. And when we don't have that, like, you know, we can just become so consumed with our own personal difficulties, but sometimes just a walk with a friend or a chat on the phone lifts us out of that. And yeah. so... I do think there was immense power in that collective sisterhood coming together and just the buzz and the vibe, which I still find amazing that you can have a buzz and vibe <laughs> virtually, but yeah, managed to do that, which was great. Karen, the Holy Spirit can work through Wi-Fi as well. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> in the last yeah. year and a half. <laughs> there are no barriers no. and no lockdown can keep the Holy Spirit out, that's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, she can't 100%. lock down grace. Absolutely. No, that's exactly right. <laughs> yes. So, exactly. 
what you just said then, Karen, is something that came up as well in one of the chats I had with the, in the um, speed dating networking platform, that it's just, there's something amazing about coming together with like-minded women, because we don't have that opportunity very often. I know I'm blessed working in the family educator space, and but we know what that does for us. It's so, you know, affirming and amazing to have to be able to have those conversations that you can't have in the public square you know that you can't have with lots of other of your friends and it just does something to you so I think that's why we when I came away and I reflected on it and I thought why do I feel so I feel so edified why do I feel so inspired it was because I'm around women who feel the same you know and there's something very powerful in that when we all have this shared mission and and you can talk about it freely it's beautiful yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. it's those god-given relationships isn't it yeah when you, you you call you ask god to to give you the people in your life that you know aren't toxic and you know that are like-minded that share the values and the beliefs in your faith and you, you know you always walk away you know i've got i'm very blessed you like to have karen and i've got two really good friends that you know, before all of this, I, I prayed I've had toxic friendships. I know what it's like. So, you know, they've come into my life and time just passes. It, it just goes every time we catch up. But your your cup is, my cup always is overflowing afterwards. You know, you feel so at peace. You feel like they contribute something to your life without contributing to your life, if that makes sense. And yeah. you know what? god-given relationships are as as opposed to you know sort of just anyone that comes into your life so yeah that's so true and look we know that jesus gave us the church before he left because together united we're stronger and you know when we when we are isolated spiritually not physically (laughs) as some of us are um (laughs) you know we we are weaker for that so staying together and and inviting different experiences and opinions, ideas and thoughts are really important as well because we might have different ideas, but we're here to grow together. And I think that's the commonality um, when we come to places like this. It's everyone might be on a different journey and at a different place in their faith, but we all have this goal to grow closer to Jesus and to to discover more about our faith so that we can continue to grow and I think that's really powerful because it doesn't matter where you are there's a place for you and and Jesus meets us on that path wherever we might find ourselves yeah absolutely I think some of the beautiful feedback came through Tanya just picking up on you're saying it doesn't matter what age or season of life you're in and there's an elderly lady who was like she saw it in her parish bulletin she goes oh I wasn't sure if you know this was for just the young ones but she goes she just received so much in the networking where she got to speak to people but just in the talks as well and then the younger girls middle-aged women like single married religious like all coming together it was really quite beautiful so and we can all learn from each other as well that that is amazing yeah Yeah, there's so much in everybody's story Mm -hmm. I think and I mean that's one of been one of the hard things about these lockdowns is that disconnect and that we're not connected to one another's story as much we're all sort of just surviving in our own little bubble but those conversations that connection has immense power to lift us out yeah. yeah, you were saying, Karen, I think at one time at the summit that I think it was day two, the beginning, that this really is a, a global sisterhood. And I really thought about that and had to. I really pondered on it, actually. And I thought, you know what, it's so true. Like you three have said it as well so, so beautifully that we might be all in different seasons of our lives or different parts of the world or Australia, different ages, but it doesn't matter what brings us um, together as one in unity is just our love, our trust, our faith and hope in in God. Like it's just, it's so beautiful to be able to uplift one another and do it together, like literally holding hands and doing it together. I just, I just find that so amazing and empowering that we can still do that um, through um, the Wi-Fi. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> like right. you said, Tanya, it's so possible. Anything is possible with yeah. God. You really feel like you're with sisters, don't you? You do. Yeah. I, I know this sounds ridiculous, but I really felt like I just loved everybody. <laughs> you yeah. know, when you, met, you feel like we have this this common thing, and it's it, and we are real sisters in Christ, and you. Yeah. 
feel it when you're at, at things like this summit. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so blessed. I've got a beautiful sister. She's eight years younger than me. And it's quite funny, actually. My my other good friend, Bronca and I, our, both our younger sisters are about eight years younger than us. And people have started asking our younger sisters, oh, which one's older? <laughs> <laughs> Bronca, my friend, and I are like, that's good for us, not so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I've got a beautiful sister, so I've been very blessed by that, you know, that biological sisterhood. But then the Lord's just graced my life with so many beautiful mm. women. And I think, Elsa, what you're saying is so true. There's just this love and this deep care. Even if you don't know people, I know just connecting on that, networking with different people. And, gosh, there was just such a deeper connection, which is a Holy Spirit thing. It's Absolutely, yeah. So I'm, I'm interested in, I guess, We've talked about your your highlights, like a key takeaway message or two takeaway messages that you think are really important for women to hear. So, for example, maybe there's women who didn't come to the summit. What would be your two top takeaways that you'd want to share with women? Something that just came to mind straight away for me is, and I really need to think about it, but instantly what just came to mind was that we are made in the image and likeness of God women are literally the pinnacle of creation Mm -hmm. um we were made so beautifully we are worthy we are dignified we are valuable um and yeah I'm really discovering that um more so in recent times than ever especially being at the the summit last weekend as well um that's yeah, we just need to to own that and protect that as well and really live that out, the, the feminine genius that we are. Um, and it's not just, you know, the idea of, oh, you know, Albert Einstein genius. It's like, no, yes, of course we, ha- we, are, we are so um, intelligent in that way. Of course we, we are and we can be, but it's more deeper. It's more um, uh, holistic and, and holy and sacred um, and very, very intimate and special because we've got God who is using us as a vessel and an instrument to be able to live out um, the mission that we want to bring to fruition. So that's the first thing that came to my mind anyway, but there's so much, so much more that I could share about the summit as well. And yeah, but that's, that's what came to my mind. I think that's a great one. And that's, you know, Claire Dwyer's talk really taps into that in her book, This Present Paradise, is the mm. truth dwelling within us and how we carry the Trinity and how we manifest and bring God's presence in this world. And I think that's, yeah, that ties into what you were saying. Um, Tanya, what about yourself? Take I, have I have two. I was looking in my little journal that I was writing in um, as the summit was going on. So the first one is related to uh, Dr. Greg Bataro, um, and he said that there's a reason why we keep ourselves busy um, and we avoid the silence. And I thought that was really interesting um, because I'm a relatively busy person. Karen, I know you're busy. Elsa, I know you're busy, and the other ladies, I'm sure. Um, and it's just a sense of again, pausing and stopping and taking stock of what's really going on interiorly and allowing the Holy Spirit into those places. So, um, you know, there's lots of things going on, but it's really important that we stop um, and take time to, to allow God into those places. And the second one was right at the beginning of the summit, Friday night, one of the first things, it's my first little note, and it said we need to get off the sideline and get in. So we need to get into the game. And that's so true mm. because there's no point in coming to things like the summit um, and, you know, investing in our spiritual life um, if we don't get into the mix and offer that because from our blessings, we need to be a blessing to others. And that's not to deplete all um, all that we have, but really if we are... Uh, if we are in a relationship with Jesus, he wants us to go out and he wants us to to reach other people as well. And as this summit was all about sharing these stories, so we really have to get in the mix. Um, our faith and our journey isn't just for us, it's for us to share with others. So I thought that was really um, a really important point that we really get off the sideline. 
Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Get in the arena and get off the sideline. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's true. Like, and, and the other thing that I mentioned at the summit was that we are actually called to be active participants in our own life. So I think when stuff happens to us or in our life, like we're also called to respond to it. And so we're called to participate with God in that response. And so I think that's really important. That beautiful quote from St. Augustine, he who created you without your cooperation, he's not actually going to save you without your cooperation. And we know the story. I don't know if you've heard the joke of the man who's in the town and the town's, you know, the rain's coming and it's going to flood and, you know, there's a warning and then there's a boat and there's a helicopter and then he ends up drowning and gets to heaven. He says to God, well, why didn't you save me? And God said, well, for crying out loud, I sent you a warning, a helicopter, a plane, a boat, like whatever, and you didn't respond. And mm. same for us, like God yeah. offers us things like a summit, like a relationship, like a conversation, mm. like an opportunity. And it's our choice because he's given us free will, whether or not we're going to participate and get mm. it yeah that cooperation is key isn't it because he never forces us into anything absolutely and obviously yeah. there's a key around discernment and um Claire mm. has got some beautiful stuff on discernment but it's about discernment of spirits and understanding where the spirit's leading you but then actually yeah. acting and quite often we discern through action like we have to take steps it's active discernment so yeah absolutely thanks tanya elsa what about yourself takeaways two top takeaways for somebody so many but um i think for me the first one came out of that quote that you cannot give what you do not have mm. and first on a personal level it was a call to go back to prayer to go back to that relationship with jesus and spending time and really intentionally working on my prayer life i think that came through on almost every talk that I heard or for me I that's what I heard um, from those talks um, and from then you know only only once you spend that time and once you have that relationship you know can you bear fruit I really believe that can you can you really um, give out to others and we know especially in um, our roles in evangelization we cannot do that unless we fuel ourselves so again and again that is what I heard uh, the other thing I would say um, was that message that we are enough. We're enough with what we have. You know, I know I constantly think, oh, I need to do this. I need to study more. I need to, I, I'm not good enough. You know, I'm not a good enough mother. You know, I have five kids and I have mummy fails almost on a daily basis. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I really do. Um, but that what I have is is enough and that God will work through my brokenness, you know, probably another theme as well. But, um, yeah, I walked away mainly with those and um, and much, much more. Yeah, well, I hope women did have their cups filled because that was the, the aim of the game. <laughs> oh, absolutely. My cup was overflowing for sure. So absolutely. Good. Yeah, so I, I felt really blessed. Like even though I hosted it, it was like my cup's full just by listening to those talks I was like trying to take notes while trying to do <laughs> but um yeah it's such a blessing now Roxanne I know that you didn't like obviously attend all of the summit because of other responsibilities but the masterclass has been a big part of your journey and that's yes. something that we shared on the summit and really the summit is the masterclass in a different form really yeah. and I wonder if you can share a little bit about your experience because really the goal there is a around this masterclass that we're doing for Catholic women, around these rhythms of renewal, which is sort of what Elsa touched on. It's like carving out that time for rest. And it follows these themes of the summit that we needed to recover and rest um, before we're restored and then before we're unleashed into God's purpose. And I remember years ago, Jonathan and I were on a retreat and Father Greg Homing, who's now the bishop in um, Lismore, he was our spiritual director. Back when Jonathan was chasing me for three years and I wouldn't go out with him. <laughs> would just talk to us and help discern all this but he said to me when I arrived at a retreat at Barraville he said you need to go and you need to sleep you need to eat and you need to walk in the sunshine before you pray so that, those rhythms of rest those rhythms of restoration we have to build into our life before then we start tapping into what do you want me to do Lord so Roxanne I wonder if you can share a little bit about your experience and I guess the masterclass helping you in terms of building these rhythms of renewal into your life. Yeah, thanks, Karen. Look, I'm listening to um, you know Laura, Tanya, and Elsa, and I'm just 
on their talk on the summit and I'm like that's that's the master class that's the master I've learned that in the master class so yeah it really just sums up um, you know what the master class is and, and diving deep into all of those things that um, you ladies touched on and you know going back to like the relationships and the seasons we have a beautiful group um, in our master class we've got women of all ages and different seasons and but we are all spiritually connected and it's just so beautiful when we do our check-ins of a fortnight and listening to their stories and yeah, it's just been such a big blessing. Um, you know, with this masterclass, I, I've seen it pop up a few times in my girlfriend, Alyssa, and just like, oh, you know, we should do it, we should do it. And I said to Kat, I was holding up for a while and thinking, oh, do, do I really need to do it? Am I going to find the time? Um, you know, and all of those barriers, you know, can I afford it? And, and it just kept coming up. I'm like, okay, God, all right, I, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Oh, let, me, let, let me sign up. So, you know, started, started this journey. And I think the last module was the module that goes, this is why you're here. This is what God was calling you to do. And, and he's healing me. And it was this last module, and especially um, a moment that I had last night with the ladies. And I walked away from it and I go, okay, this is why you led. In prior to leading up to this course, I've always been praying, God, you know, lead me to a life where I'm fulfilled doing your will. Lead me to a life where, you know, um, the, I am putting you first. But I, I wanted that, but I didn't know how to go about that. And so... I thought, okay, well, let, let, let's start from the basics. And, and it, it was always me, 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 trying to fix it, trying to make it work. But then growing and understanding it's God's going to fix it. God's grace is going to make it work. And God's grace will make everything fall in place. And mm. once I sort of had that mentality and then I've gone into the um, masterclass, everything's just fitting in. And, and you know, um, Karen talks about the pyramid of, of um like responsibilities who, who comes first so god comes first then myself and then and then your vocation so my husband and then your children and i had that the other way around i was putting my children's need first and then my husband and so like home life was a bit chaotic and marriage was a bit chaotic and when i came across that part of the module i said oh okay okay god I, i've got it. i'm doing it the wrong way so then you know i popped my husband back on top where he needs to be and peace just came over our home our, our marriage you know we've reconnected um you know my kids aren't missing out then they're, they're not less looked after because I've prioritized my husband more um and it's just this invigoration in me in in the desire to love and seek God more but like the steps and the foundations are there and, and then it's helping me. It's, it's helping me to grow and and mindset and and this feeling. You know, I was saying to Karen, society poses on us women a like a box that you know you're either a working mom or a stay at home mom or you know you, you've got to have it all together. You, you know, you can't be all of these things, and you've got to you know have a well presented house and well behaved kids, and you're always trying to to meet these demands of society, but then you're failing to recognise who are you? Who, who, who am I? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was that moment where, and it, it really got me in the module when, um, you know, Karen said that you are the beloved daughter of Christ and that's where your worth is and that's where your rest lies and that just was a game changer for me it just changed everything and everything's all it's still you know I'm still a work in progress and small things small changes but allowing myself to rest but being purposeful of my time carving it out throughout the day to have in prayer and you know the chaos hasn't changed um routine hasn't changed but it's the way I've approached it now. And, and having that time to step away and go, okay, kids, I, 
you know, I'm closing my door. Mum's just going to have 15 minutes with God. And and they're good, you know, they're, they're very respectful. The little ones sometimes like barge in and want to do the rosary or whatever. And um, and that's fine. But it, it's, it's coming back to the chaos with a restful spirit. And yeah. and uh, and and like this renewal, like God's there with me. I can get through it. Uh, and you know, my husband was asking, "What is this course that you're doing?" And I was trying to explain it to him. And it, and then um, and then he goes, "Oh, you know how much is?" It? And I told him, and he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "All right, stop." <laughs> I said, "Let's be honest. Have you seen any changes in me since I've started?" And he goes, you know what, I, I actually have. He says, you're not as crazy. <laughs> and he said, you, you um, I'm not as impatient. Is that, yeah, he goes, you're not cracking it all the time. And he said, you, you are more calm. So it really has transformed me and is continuing to transform me. And I know through the grace of God, through what Karen's created and the platform she's created is just you know, rebuilding it, it and, and there is no time, you know, God's out of the realm of time. And I think, you know, one of the ladies at our meeting last night said it is just a reminder that it's never too late to start searching for Christ. And, you know, I look back and think of how I was trying to find Christ and, and or trying to find peace or trying to find other things to, to fill the void, sorry, my son, <laughs> the void. In, in my heart and it's come now and I know why it's come now because God had seen my time is now it wasn't before and it's now this understanding and this mind shift of in God's time not our time it's his will not my will mm-hmm. thanks Rob. wow yeah, it's, it's such a um, privilege to walk with you and the group. And I know that, um, you know, at the summit on the weekend, there were so many women who talking about touching on what you said, Roxanne, is just God's time. Like they have struggled with whatever and, you know, the challenges of this past year, but the moment of the weekend was their time where the Lord really met them where they were at in whatever situation they were facing. And, and the feedback's been really beautiful just around how God's, I guess, begun a work of restoration in them, whether it's renewing their faith or just reorienting their focus. But yeah, I think it was a beautiful opportunity for women just to gather. And also Karen, I was just going to say, you know, I think it's really important because as women, we are, givers we give so much of ourselves um, of our energy our time and everything Mm. and I think it's so important like Elsa said she was going to listen to the summer while she was doing all those other things but it's really important again we can't give what we don't have Um, and often our families are those that we love the most and suffer the most because of our giving um, and we have to really replenish that we can't give what we don't have so I love um, Roxanne that you've you've had that amazing experience um, and given yourself that time and then everybody around you also benefits from that as well everybody else is blessed by your blessings yeah. you know I'm seeing the fruit that it's bearing because it's drawing my husband closer to God um, you know and, and he's saying these things and I'm like what (laughs) that's fantastic yes it is God let's let's not forget and you know now my husband leading prayer of a night which he never used to do wow that's beautiful awesome Roxanne oh thank you Elsa can we just bounce to you I'm keen for your thoughts on what you might give to somebody who didn't come did you dancing well that was that was a massive highlight for me Karen as I said I was up dancing I thought I was the only body only person who who loved dancing but to do it on retreat gave me wonderful ideas for our teacher retreats coming up (laughs) and other things I also texted my friend and said we're doing this on the next retreat because it just showed that you're normal Karen and I think that's another important thing we need to to show in this Catholic Mm. world you know sometimes we can be branded as weirdos Catholic weirdos you know um like we dance too it's okay exactly exactly. (laughs) um look I don't know people that weren't there and I have been talking to so many of 
those in my sphere of family educators um, about, about the summit. And because we are going to sign up for those passes, we really do need to be listening to those talks, every single one of them again. And there's so much that we can do with those talks. Um, but I think it's just, it's just, it's inspired me so much. I felt like that our cups are so full and it's wonderful having these conversations with each other. But I also feel like we, it was a gift that was given to us that we now have to share with others that we're caught in now. Don't keep it to ourselves. Don't just um, enjoy this discussion around it with the people that we know are very like-minded, but we've got to use it now. We've got to use it to help, to help others. So, um, you know, just I'll be talking about, about, well, looking at the masterclass, um, as you know, a group of us are looking at doing it from um, Sydney Catholic schools, and hopefully um, we can we can draw some other people to it because I, if this is a taste tester of what the master class holds, then I think it it is going to be so so worth worthwhile. Um, yeah. Yeah. If I could jump in for a second, I when you mentioned that um, Elsa, that you know we have to share this with others. Absolutely, I. I couldn't help myself, but that night I jumped onto my um, my group chat that I'm on with my the young adults at my church. It's our core team where where the youth leaders there, and so we have a, a specific group chat just for us leaders. Um, and well, I won't. I'll try not to show the the great group chat name, but this is my message to them, saying like, <laughs> "This is the summit that I was just a part of tonight. This is only just day one, mm. but um, I'll try and just take a snippet from it." I said. Um, Tonight's Catholic Women's Summit with the Genius Project was amazing. I said so much spiritual nourishment was received when journeying through tonight. I just couldn't, I just couldn't contain it. I just had to, you know, no editing, no rereading it. I just, and I just sent it to them. I said, oh my goodness. And I said, thanks be to God. Thank you, Holy Spirit, Holy Trinity. I just had to share it with them. And then they're all like, wow, that's amazing, Laura. Like, that's awesome. And they were just inspired as well. And they're like, tell us more, like when, when you continue tomorrow and we want to hear more from you. Um, yeah, it's just awesome. So I, when, you, when you mentioned that, I instantly thought of what I did straight after, which was go straight to that group, to the group mm. chat and just tell them how just renewed and how, oh, just how full. I can't help but use the analogy of how full my cup was. And that was only just Friday night. When Saturday came, I, I needed like a bucket, a pool, like, <laughs> and it was full and overflowing after Saturday as well. It was. Um, Couldn't be sold with that passion, that kind of passion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, I just couldn't help it. I had, like I said, I had to share it with them. I spoke to my mum about um, some of the talks as well. It's really beautiful. My mum and I um, were the only two females of our house so of course I go to her for everything when it's you know one-on-one -on -one female you know talks and everything and then the rest of my brothers and my dad um but yeah she was just again left in awe and amazement as well and um this was just me conveying to her what I what I was uh listening to and the sharings that um I got a chance to witness um through this summit and yeah to be able to just vocalize that and share it with someone else such as my mum um, or the group chat. Um, and that was, again, not in person either. That was through the internet. That was through, uh, you know, Facebook. It, um, people were already starting to feel inspired. Um, uh, I so. think it's such a beautiful experience. And from my point of view, organising it, like, you know, when you organise anything, it's always crazy. And as I said, like my beloved husband, an hour and 25 minutes before, decided to move <laughs> from downstairs to upstairs. I'm like... Oh. How did you do it? Like, oh my goodness. We never have internet problems, but our internet yeah. is running at one and wow. it normally runs at 60. So there's no way it would have worked. So he was mm. like, we don't have a choice. So it's like four big iMac computers upstairs or the lighting. Anyway, it worked. Wow. But for me, it was, I mean, it was very stressful, but it was an experience. It's very cliche to say, do your best and God will do the rest. Like it's so cringeworthy. But for me, as an organizer, it's, it's <clears throat> Time, I've just been reveling in, I guess, the goodness of God and the faithfulness of God because I was obedient as I could be. Like we'd worked as hard as we could, given that we're in lockdown with three children and, you know, all the stuff. But that the Holy Spirit just came in. And I mean, the tech stuff that happened before was mind blowing, like cameras that have always worked just wouldn't work. And it's like, what on earth? But 
that the Holy Spirit just, there was like a grace that just descended once we started. And you could feel that, like I really, all of our speakers, they're, when I approached them, every single one of them was incredibly generous and like, whatever you need. But each of them just showed up and, and gave like something extraordinary. Like every mm. single speaker without question showed up and gave the best. But, you know, through that best, the Holy Spirit was released and, and blessed so many people. So I just, I feel so grateful to the Lord. But for me, it was a, a great example of, when we do our best, you know, how he blesses our yes and our obedience and, and how he is faithful, that he does carry us um, and looks after us. So it was a beautiful experience. So thank Absolutely. you. Yeah. Can I just add to that too, Karen, just with the masterclass, when I joined, I had this idea, of, yeah, I, I need to cover more prayer time. Yeah, I need a little bit of structure in my life. You know, that that's like, yep, this is, this is for me. But when I actually delved into it, and especially, as I said, like the last module, God is truly revealing deeper stuff that um, you may have hidden, that you may have suppressed, um, or, or stuff that you didn't even know that needed healing. And that was just powerful. Like you, you can't put a price on that and, and you really can't put into words. So, yes, I've got all of the things of carving out time for prayer and all of those, you know, tick boxes, but wow, what you discover, and Elsa, you know, if you, if you are planning with a, a group, just don't hesitate because what you think you need, yes, you'll get, but you'll get more. And, and God does, and the Holy Spirit just reveals one thing after the other after the other, and it's just so powerful. Thanks. Mary Lennonberg said that actually, something similar that God even moves mountains without us even knowing that mountains needed moving. And yeah. I was like, Oh, I'm like that's that's so very true. Um, so yeah, I when you when you said that, Roxanne, I was like, that's what Mary said too. Yeah. Um, which is again, it's so very true. You just gotta yeah surrender and accept his invitation and say yes to his calling, like like we did. Um, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Aaron, I just want to say, just having this masterclass available is such a gift to our um, our women in our church because. Often we are, I'm, I myself am cradle Catholic um, and, you know, we often think we receive our sacraments at a young age and then we stop our growth in our faith journey when, we, when we're confirmed. So I was 11 at the time mm -hmm. and there's no, no place or idea that we need to continue to grow as a community. And I think, you know, there's a real shift in that. So having things like this masterclass is a real gift because it's a place that we can come to and just be open and surrender to God and allow him to work in that space within mm. this beautiful community. Um, and Roxanne, you were saying, you know, will I have the time and, you know, can I do this? And what's so amazing is when we make time for God, because he's outside of time, we find that we have so much more time yes. um, and, and everything is blessed through that. So I just want to say thanks to Karen because, yeah. you know, it's no easy feat to put something like this together, but we're just so blessed as a church to have something like this that as an option to go to, to be able to continue to, to grow in our faith and allow God to work in a special way, in a different way. Thanks, Tanya. Yeah. And, you know, as you said, Karen, that, you know, true healing is it comes from God and so self-help books only get you so far mm. but when you realize true transformation and the healing comes from the grace of God mm. what you've done and what you've put together I'm starting to feel those wounds closing and healing and you know I'm, I'll be 40 this year so you know, there's so many 20 or so more years of trying to find healing and trying to find help in, in like the secular world, only getting to a point that nothing really resolved. So, yes. yeah, so beautiful what you put together. Thank you. I hadn't intended to talk about the masterclass so much, but <laughs> it was more the summit. But I think it really, and, you know, we did invite women in. West. We're opening up a, a new masterclass group, a cohort of about 10 women, and we travel over a period of four months. We meet once a fortnight on Zoom, 
and there's a whole lot of um, there's nine modules and a workbook practical application and, and really the goal is walking through these rhythms of renewal so looking at rest restoration how our relationships and then I guess where God is leading us to to grow so identifying our gifts and activating those in our vo personal vocation and so I just do would love to extend that invitation to any women who are thinking about doing that. We are open. It is Catholic. There is nothing like this. There are a lot of other masterclasses around, but this one is the only one that actually is specifically Catholic and deeply embedded in our Catholic faith. And it does bring a lot of Greg Batara, Erin Ingold stuff in to it. So what you've got on the summit is very much what is in the masterclass. But Erin, have we said thank you to you for all of the effort on behalf of yeah. the 600 people? I don't, I, 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 I don't think you understand what, how using your gifts and talents the way that you do, and they're very, very special gifts and talents that you do have, Karen. Mm -hmm. Thank you for using them for our benefit because yeah. the Holy Spirit truly, truly worked through you on those two days through that summit, and you will never know, you'll never know how it's affected each and every one of us. So thank you mm -hmm. so much for everything. Yeah. And thank your lovely husband too. Yeah, I, I know there's a lot of work from him too. <laughs> Thank you, Elsa. Thanks so much. I, I just think, I don't know, for me, it's really, I, I think, you know, we've suffered a lot through lots of different experiences in our life. So for me, I, I appreciate that, but I just really feel that it's, you know, it's it's my yes, yes, but it's the yeah. Holy Spirit and yeah. it's what he does when we say yes, really. So praise yeah. God. I just want to thank you all for being on the summit. It was so much fun. It was fun seeing all your faces and so grateful for your time this morning on the podcast. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Karen. Thank you, Karen. Thanks, ladies. What a great conversation to record on my birthday, hanging out with these awesome women. If you are interested in the Catholic Women's Masterclass, I'd like to invite you to check out the link on our website, www.geniusproject.co and check out the Masterclass page. We are opening up a new group starting next week. So this will be our last group for the year and there are limited seats available inside this masterclass. It's a beautiful experience just to walk through a journey of transformation, going deeper in your faith and in community with other women. As we said on the call, nothing like this actually exists in the Catholic space. A masterclass that is purely Catholic and deeply embedded and grounded in our Catholic faith. So, so I'd love to extend this invitation to you. So come and join us on this journey of transformation, establishing these rhythms of renewal in our life. Until next week, have a beautiful week and God bless you.